Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dak Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go! Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on TalkTimeLive.com. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! Hey, what's happening? This is T.C. Carson, and you are listening to ACMG's Talk Time Live. And this is Kratos. Keep listening. It's time for your Talk Time Live exclusive. You are now about to witness the strength of geek knowledge. Folks, I am very happy to have our next guest back on the show. He is the man behind one of my favorite furry action RPG adventure games known as Cat Quest. His name is Desmond Wong of the development group known as the Gentle Bros. And he is here and for his third appearance, mind you, to talk about the highly anticipated Cat Quest 3 and more coming later this year. Please welcome back, Desmond, to Talk Time Live exclusive. Desmond, how are you doing? Good to finally see you. Ah, uh, yes. It's so nice to see you again. You know, um, <laughs> it's been so long. I think we were just talking about this a little bit just now, right? Since 2018. Yeah. I can't believe it's... it's, it's so did I. When I. You know what the thing was? I was always plotting to, you know, reach out to you when I felt like it was closer to the time when you guys were going to be coming with the game. Uh, but I was so anticipated because I think you were one of my most enjoyable uh, interviews every time we talk because you're it's just so late. Everybody, come on. <laughs> to everyone. I, no, I, I mean, yes and no. <laughs> yes and no, but I mean, I feel like you're a little bit more, you know, laid back than most. Um, and it's just, it's so refreshing at times and, and just no slight on anybody I've ever had on the show. It's just, it's just, we just have this awesome conversation. I feel like I learned a lot from your, from your journey and ventures and all this stuff. So I'm very happy to have you back on indeed. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be back. Yeah. So yeah, let's talk about it. Like last time we talked, it was about like 2018 to 2019 when Cat Quest 2 arrived on consoles and, oh, uh, let me tell you, I will say this because we haven't talked since that game has come out. I've so freaking enjoyed it. And I, honest and I, no joke, I played it twice. I played through it twice. Oh wow, that's so cool! Was it new? Re- did, did you just do a fresh playthrough each time? I think I did New Game Plus, but it was just still enjoyable. But it was just I the game was just so much fun. The replay value of that game was so well done. And it, it, it and it's great. Be, it was crazy because like the first game was awesome in itself, and then you guys were able to supersede that with the with, uh, the second one, I believe, adding you know adding more uh, furry elements, if you will, to it. And the story yeah. was just the storytelling was really well done. The action was I mean, there was just such a great balance to that. Like before we get on to Cat Quest Three, I have to ask: um, Were you, you know? Were you and your team pleased with the final results of Cat Quest 2 as well as the fan response to it? Uh, yeah, very much. Cat Quest 2 was 
kind of a lot of the things that we didn't manage to do for the first kite quest. So right. we managed to kind of like do a lot of the stuff in Cat Quest too, right? So we were very, right. yeah, we were very happy that we accomplished a lot of the things that we couldn't manage in the first game. Right. But obviously with any game development, you know, there's always some things that, you know, you aren't always super completely 100% happy with, right? There's right. things that you could do better, right? And that that's why you make the next one, right? That That's why right. you... You always, you know, there's always that motivation, right? That that you know, that strive to do better, right? Because right. it's it's never good enough, I think, for for like a creative or an artist. You know, you you always right. feel like you could do better, right? But I think I think given given the time, you know, constraints we had, right? Uh, the budgets, the resources, I think we were very satisfying. We were very happy with the final product, and and I think a lot of. Um, you know, our fans are super, you know, happy about it too, right? We have a Discord channel and, you know, you know they're, they're like, all, all our fans are still talking about it to this day. And, and it's always yeah. nice to see um, the discussions they have, you know, on, on the game and things like that. Yeah, so it's, it, it's good. Yeah, it's great. Uh, here's, my, here's my question towards that, my uh, follow-up question to that, is that basically you guys are now working on a new game. So yeah. first off, can you tell us, uh, you know, what we... we, we uh, what we can look forward to in Cat Quest Three this time around? Because last time we talked, you said y'all were looking for bigger, better, and then we seen the trailer. And I forgot uh, whether you I, I saw the premiere of this trailer on State of uh, PlayStation State of Play or Nintendo yeah. Direct. PlayStation State of Play. It yeah. was, which is huge, yeah, which <laughs> mind is you. Insane. You know, like when we got the email, like saying, "Oh, you guys are going to be on State of Play," we were like, "What?" Right. It was amazing. Yeah, it was really. It, really it caught. It really caught me off guard when I watched it. Uh, and I do remember it was state of play because, like, normally you guys are a Nintendo Direct yeah. <laughs> with stuff like yeah. that. Like for you guys to be on Sony's platform, I'm like, whoa! This is this yeah, is yeah. status. This is status level up upgrade <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was really. It was really really cool. Um, I think we we had a really um fortuitous meeting with uh, Sony during game mm-hmm. uh, GDC, I think. Yeah, and then one yeah. thing led to another, you know. Um, there, there were a lot of fans of Cat Quest within PlayStation. Um, yeah. And then we, we, we managed to make this happen. So it was it was really nice. And uh, yeah, so, I mean, you asked what Cat Quest 3 was about, and it's it's going to be a pirate adventure, right? So in, yeah, so in the first Cat Quest, it was about cats. Second one, we introduced dogs. And the third one, we're introducing... Uh, rats, right? Like mice. So, um, <laughs> yeah, rats. Once you get the puck, right? <laughs> so, right. Yeah, it's a pirate adventure. Um, you'll be able to sail in a really cool ship, right? Get off mm-hmm. the land at time, you know. So it's really the blending between like naval combat on ship, exploring um what we're calling the Peribians, right? So yeah, um, it's a lot of cool stuff. It's everything that fans loved about um, the original Cat Quest games, right? The dimension now of like sailing your ship. Um, and things like that. Yeah, it's going to be really, really fun. And if I'm correct, did I see a little bit of a like 2D scrolling added to this as well? Yeah, yeah. We are, so we're, we're taking a lot of like uh, risks, right? In the sense, like uh, variety was something we really wanted to get right with Cat Quest Three, right? So there yeah. are certain dungeons where it plays out like a side scroller. Uh, other dungeons that play out like um, like you know those old isometric RPGs that you know. Yes. Yeah. Right. So we we really like to play with. Um, all the various camera angles to, 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 to give a different view for every yeah. area. And there's so much more that we haven't shown yet, right? So much more cool things that, you know, to, <laughs> to 
you will remember playing when you were younger um, and, and, right. and things like that. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. And, and that's the beauty of the Cat Quest sagas that I've seen so far. The significance of the art, the artistry of which, you, in terms of your, you know, level designs and, and your isometric designs and everything, is it's it's kind of roguelike, but it's unlike any roguelike adventure I've ever seen. And in the way that you do it with the map layout, it yeah. is so beautifully done, and it just has a refreshing feeling to something that we're most likely common. It feels like it's a nuance, but it is still it still feels like it's right at home. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, we the original inspiration for like the art style and the overworld in the Cat Quest games was really the old Final Fantasy games. You know, like like from yes. Final Fantasy one till mm-hmm. eight, you know, nine, you know, where you could explore an overworld. So right. we, we asked ourselves like, what if the whole game could just take place on that overworld, right? Like you're literally traversing like right. the map in a sense, right? So you you see all the locations. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the ground itself, right? All the you know the the the, the text and, and like the location names, right? And um, yeah, we just wanted to give the whole the whole game a really fantastical two D storybook art feel, right? So yeah, so that's why we have like you know all these two D sprites, you know, in, in in layers on this really cool map. So yeah, that, that's that's pretty much how we um, we went about doing it. Yeah. Now, interestingly, so last time we spoke, there wasn't a ps5 there was an xbox series xs and s there was a there was a nintendo switch still but now they even moved to oled at this case um how much did the the new gen consoles allow you guys to do more were you trying to keep balance because of the limitations of the nintendo switch or how did that planning go about right so we 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 are all about you know supporting as many platforms as we can, right? So that's yeah. why we're on mobile, we're on all the consoles, and we're also on PC, right? So mm-hmm. we're huge fans of the Nintendo Switch, right? So that's still very much a console that we want to support, right? So mm-hmm. I wouldn't say we are limited by older hardware. It's more like the way we go about designing our world, um, right? Just have to be in a very specific way, right? yeah. So. Uh, in, in, in that sense, it, it's good because the newer um, the newer consoles, the newer hardware allow us to just go a little bit more crazy with the texture sizes and stuff like that because it's, you're going to view it on a 4K or some people might even play on an 8K screen, right? But on the Switch, right. it's still going to be on a 1080p you know, screen on, 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 on your right. screen. Right? Actually, the output is 1080p, right? So, right. This, so the major change that we had to make was really look at all our... Um, art assets that we've done in the past yeah. and just basically we just double the resolution of everything so it's like future proof right we want the game to look great mm-hmm. on, a, on an 8k screen right and run at 120 right. uh, fps on the playstation 5 right so it hasn't really changed the way we went about doing things in a way because we're still very much taking into account the nintendo switch and you know older pc configurations and things like that right uh, but the newer consoles really allow us to like pump the the resolution and things for for those particular consoles and yeah yeah it just it just basically means it just means we're drawing things at a higher resolution <laughs> right it. right right so we've all experienced a lot since the last you know since the second installment of the game came out and you know especially with the pandemic uh hitting yeah. the world around 2020 to 2022 at best Oh yep. man, that was a long time. Um, can you talk about? Uh, can you talk a little about your journey through those years leading up to the development of Cat Quest Three, and whether the pandemic had any effect in the Ooh. plans for the development? <laughs> oh man, okay, this is going to be a really 
tough conversation to have because a lot of things happen between yeah uh, I'm sure and now and talking about that it it doesn't feel that long ago right the no it really doesn't after all this time like <laughs> it's, it's been a while right it's been a couple of years right since yeah since that but yeah a lot of things happen so um can we really haven't talked about this publicly yet and stuff like that but mm-hmm. Uh, there, there, there was uh, one of the founders in 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 in, in the Jato Bros, right? He he went through like some tough times during uh, COVID, right? And, and he had, and he had to leave the company, right? So, oh. yeah, it was it was it was a tough, it was a, it was a tough uh, moment um, for 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 us, right? Because yeah, um, we we were always just like three people, right? So losing just, right, yeah, losing just one of us, um was really bad, right? Because yeah. uh, he was our programmer, so um, yeah, we were talking here, you know, like, you know, like what, what, what? Right. So it was a major moment. It took us like a whole year to kind of wow uh, facilitate his departure, and 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 really thankfully, like during that point of time, right, we met a lot of other people, a lot of different partners, you know, and mm-hmm. and through that, you know, we managed to grow the company. So r- right now, we are at about eight people now whoa it's a it's a yeah it's a we 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 got really fortunate like like meeting uh um, our our current publisher you know who helped right did this whole process you know and yeah i think i think we were like much better than before because because now uh from like being three people you know one of us falls sick right Right. right it's really tough you know so now that we have more guys right it's it's tougher in some ways, but it's also easier in a lot of other ways, right? There's more people to cover the slack, you know, you know, take over like certain burdens that others other people can't, right? So I right. think it's in a much it's in a much, much better place than it I would was say so. Pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, and people who are who are watching right now and seeing my expression and ex- you know, it just hearing the the number eight as opposed to three when we first met. And, and you got to understand if you, if any of you have that are watching played cat quest and see how deep this game is, and then to find out that it's three people that programmed this you're you're, you're going to be utterly amazed at how this happens. So like the fact that they move from three to eight, it's like, Oh my God, it's like collecting the infinity gauntlet right now. What are you guys about to do <laughs> with this, with this game? Now that you got eight people, you look what you did with three. That's, that, that's the the scary part as well, right? Like we have more people now, we kind of feel like the expectation is higher. Like, does this mean <laughs> we do it three times the content? That we right. More? Right. So. Oh wow. <laughs> um. But uh. But yeah, you know, you know, we hear we hear so so many stories of like how game development is full of crunch and things like that. So that that's something that you know we really wanted to avoid and like having having more people on the team, we we feel you know gives everyone. Um, like more room to breathe and grow as as a creative as well, right? So yeah. that that was that was our main goal, right? Uh, yeah, and, and you know we 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 hope that you know with because with more people on the team, there are more ideas as well, right? There's more right. people with uh, their own you know personal traits and and their own likes and dislikes, you know, and all that yeah. went into that three, right? So I, I feel like compared to the older games, right? Um, it's a it's a lot more varied this time. There's a lot more things right. you get to experience because it's so many people's um, yeah, like so many people's work that went into it, right? Not just the three of us that did right. the 
I mean, I, I, just hearing this, this is awesome. Um, first of all, congratulations to that. Um, second, it's a testament of how great you guys did the first two times around. The fact that you're getting Sony to it, you know, um, on Sony's radar and you're getting acknowledged by them. The fact that you guys have been nominated and, and won some things, you know, in the time. And then like the, the, the fact that you're able to manufacture things that branch out outside of the franchise, that's, you know, do you go back and just look at this and just, you know, just to remind yourself of everything that you've been doing up until now just like because i know you you guys overwork you can overwork yourself a lot of times and you sometimes forget the journey and what led to this point do you ever go back and think um actually no <laughs> now that you mentioned it i'm like all right well, we, have, we have come a pretty long way right so yeah honestly it's always been so like busy right in a sense like there's always something to do and there's always right. the next step to take right that you don't really have the time to kind of like absolutely always thinking of the future right you're always thinking of what's next what you right. need to do next who you need to bring in next what's the next absolutely things, right you don't really you can't you don't really take the time to think back on what has happened but i, yeah. I feel that's important though after you said it that it does give you like a bit of perspective of where you came you know how far you've come and right. you know and thinking forward how far more you can go right so right. i think that's I think that's really cool. Yeah. And just mentioning it, we, we did start as three people and yeah. And yeah, I, I I do remember like the very first time we wanted to get inside one of these gaming shows, right? I actually mm-hmm. helped like another company man their booth just so I could get a ticket in. It's like that's, <laughs> that's how we started, man. We were like literally right. like rock bottom. So like that, that yeah, that's really cool. And um yeah, and, and I mean to 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 be completely honest, like um, that period when when one of um, my my partners left, right? We we, yeah. we did consider like, is this it? Like, you know, can we keep going forward, right? Right. Um, and 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 you know, of course, like closing the company, you know, kind of was something on the table, but it was also something that we knew we didn't want to, you know, take that path until we've right. exhausted every other option. Yeah. And yeah, you know, th- thankfully we, we we came out even stronger out, out of that, which is something also thinking that um, that I'm really proud of the team for as well. Yeah, I am glad that you are, and also am happy that you said no in a sense of I expected you to say no when I asked you. Did you look back? Because a lot of times when we we always doing what I do, what we do um, is yeah, you don't, but. From a therapeutic standpoint, I was always taught that every once in a while you got to stop, even for yeah. a second, just because you always think that you're not doing enough. Yeah. And just from a therapeutic standpoint, you know, you got to stop, look back, and then su- you end up re- uh, surprising yourself at what you've done. And it revitalizes you and it, mm-hmm. it, it reinvigorates you. And it's like, wow. Yes, look what I've gotten to this point. And I always have to remind myself that too. So I always tend to ask people I interview because I everybody I interview are like some of the most hardest working people that I've come <laughs> across. And it's like, I know that that train is always going, but you got to slow that train down every once in a while. So I always like to ask that question every once in a while. It, it's true, it's true. Like I, I think burnout, right? It's, it's, it's a really Especially for that. Especially for, for us, right? In, in our industry yeah. as creatives, right? So I, I think what you just said of taking a break, thinking back, you know, slowing down once in a while, you know, I think it's really important, you know, simply just for burnout, right? Like, like yeah. 
seen so many of my friends, so many people in the industry they have left because of this. So yeah, yeah, yeah I think I think what you just said is really really good. Yeah, it's really strong. Yeah. Absolutely. So in in terms of like the game itself coming up, like. What are you most looking forward to uh, to, to us fans? Because I'm including oh. myself to this. What are you most looking forward to us experiencing in the game? Oh, man, it's, it's all the things I can't talk about because it's going <laughs> to ruin the experience for you guys. Seriously, there's, just, there's so I many tried. things you guys won't expect, right? And there's so right. many things that take you by surprise, like both in the story and as well as the, the places you can visit and find in the Philippines, mm-hmm. right? So... Uh, yeah, so you know, all I can say is there's going to be really cool things, and and, and I can't, I really can't wait to like uh, uh, see what people you know say on social media and, and right. stuff. Right. And, and you know yeah. what's so awesome about that? Even though we didn't get the answer we wanted, <laughs> I, I I trust your I trust your excitement. Right. Because okay. we've already been through this journey twice, and you didn't let us down. And it's like one of those situations where I I, I feel like. When I played your game, I feel like it was just equivalent to me. And this is just my personal, you know, uh, view. It was the equivalent of going to see a Marvel film during Ooh. the Infinity Saga. Oh, that's so cool. Thank you. Because, it, and I say this in a way that you go in and you, from start to finish, you have a great time through this experience. And you come out like you've been through a roller coaster and you want to go back in again. And that's how I felt every time I watched the Infinity Saga of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. When I go to the movies, it was like, I want to go for more. And then you came out with Cat Quest 2, and it was more, it, it, it lived up. The sophomore year, you, you lived up. So when you're saying that you're going to top this, and, you, you know, we're, to be excited, I trust it. You've earned, you've earned my trust in this. Thank you, thank you. And uh, yeah, that, that's also like part of, what makes us super nervous, right? Like every game we make, we need to make sure the next one kind of like yeah. tops the previous one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, with every game you make, you're always giving your hundred percent. So it's always right. like, how are you going to top what you already put? 100% right. In, right. So, uh, but I really think we did this time because we had more people, we had like more ideas that came in. So, when so, I looked at that trailer, I was like, oh, they're, they he's actually going to top this. Now you can see like all the way into the distance, which if you think right. about it, really helps in exploration, right? Because you see this like super interesting tower or, or mountain in the background. Say, like, right. yeah, can I go there? And then you're like, yeah, you can, right? Because everything in Quest has always been kind of a bit more isometric, right? In, in a right. Sense. Yeah, but this time that element of being able to see all the way into the distance. It's going to be crazy. Really- that really changes the way you explore <laughs> uh, for, for, for a cat quest game. Yeah. Yeah. So answer this. What would you say is because this this is a journey. Um, you know, I love the story of the indie developer, especially the ones who've already had experience prior to before they went on their own. Um uh, right. what would you say is the biggest lesson that you've learned since starting the Gentle Brothers and developing uh independently? Um, I mean, if we're talking about really technical things, you know, we had to learn a lot about like uh, right. business, right? You know, like how to do <laughs> your finances, your accounts, your taxes. Because like, I mean, but those are the really technical things. But if we're talking yes. about like really generally, I think what we learned is um, a lot of people skills, right? Because yes. making the game is is one small I wouldn't say it's a small, it's a, it's a big part of it, right? But right. this whole other part that surrounds game development, like 
meeting partners, you know, meeting the platform mm-hmm. holders like Sony, Nintendo, right? The business uh, aspect. Yeah, talking to people like you, you know, even within the team, like when you bring yeah. in new people, you know, like the dynamic within the team. So it's all about people in the end, right? So like yeah. bringing the right people, you get the right thing done, right? So right. in a sense, I think that's something I personally learned a lot on this on this journey. Like, right. um, I wasn't really great at it when I first started and I'm still not the best, right? But it's getting better, you know, you start, right. you start to, 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 to think um, more about this, like, like mm-hmm. as, as my role, you know, as a founder of the company, I'm always thinking of how right. I can make things better for the people in my team. Like what, what do they need, you know, to grow as like a programmer or artist within, within the team, right? Like are, right. are they getting the things they need, right? To, to, to do the best that they can. So I think it's things like that, that we really learn as we yeah. go on, right? On top of all the other technical stuff, like getting better as, as a, a game developer, on the yeah. Personal of course, that natural that, that happened naturally, but yeah, the, the 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 people thing is is something big that, that you know that you learn on this. Yeah. I am glad that you mentioned the financial aspect oh, and the yeah. the bills and and all the you know the, you you know the that aspect of it because a lot of people the misconceptions of just doing business. Period. People think that it's all about the product, but there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes of the product to keep it afloat. Uh, yeah. you know, paying the bills, doing, you know, paying the taxes, you know, yeah. signing the contracts. So like I, I, you know, my wife has her own business as well. Uh, believe it or not, it's a, uh, she's a dog trainer and she, she's been, you know, yeah, it all segues in, <laughs> but, um, she had to understand it. Like, it's not just doing a dog training. You also, we also got to pay taxes. We also got to do the, um, the paperwork. She just became an S corp. Um, you know, we had to do that aspect, you know, all of that, you know, getting her own payroll, uh, stuff like that. Those things just to keep her afloat, just to get her legitimate. She just got her license for this, uh, for Philadelphia, just to, you know, as a legit business now. And it's like, People won't realize they feel like, especially when you're looking online at the comments on social media, yeah. they have no idea because no they don't idea. think about yeah. this, that aspect of it. Yeah. <laughs> Even though as, as artists, all we want to do is design and draw and, and, and develop. We got to worry about these other parts because we are tr- at the same time. This is a business that we're trying to make as well. But the one thing I'll say to that is uh, we, we, we did handle all of those things uh, on mm-hmm. our course. Yeah, the beginning years. But one thing that we also learned is that if you if you're not the greatest at it, it's, it's okay to hire somebody for you. Sorry, hire somebody. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly right. So, <laughs> so you know, it, it, it's just better, right? It, it takes your takes the. That's exactly out. what we did. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then you can concentrate more on 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 the things that you actually want to do and are good at. But you still need to kind of like know how everything works. Though. At least the base, exactly. At least the base, exactly. Yeah. You, you, well you said. Of, you can't just shut your off, your, yourself off from everything and just do the creative stuff. I mean, which we all want to do, right? But you right, right. Have to know how it all works, and yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't wait to let my wife hear this. Because <laughs> 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 well, it's it's not only it's not only her, but it's like I tell because I do I, you know I'm a multimedia developer aside from doing this, I work with clients helping build their brands and all this stuff. And there a lot of them are sometimes they work in the entertainment world, or sometimes they work you know they're up and coming small business uh, or entrepreneurs, if you will. And I tell them like eventually there's going to be a time where you can't do everything. You're going you're and that's a good thing. You're at a point where you need to hire somebody else to do certain things. And when that happens. That is a great thing. 
Um, it's okay to hire other people to do good the other things. And like you said, and I'm really glad you said this, you still have to know at least the bare basics of what they're doing to keep an eye on everything that's going yeah, yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I've worked for companies where like some people have, you know, in higher plate and higher uh, positions made that vital mistake of not really knowing what is going on in every single department. It didn't work well for that person. <laughs> I think, I think that's why you always hear like, like people high up, you know, they, it's always better if they, if they start from the, the bottom and work themselves up because then they, like, they, they get to experience everything. It's like, um, it's like, in, you know, I, for uh, IT, you know, if you're doing IT or something like that, there's systems analysis. So, like, it's basically somebody who knows every aspect of the IT, um, you know, situation. And you get hired because you know everything that's going on. So you're you're the captain of the ship, but you're letting every, all the other departments do what they need to. And you step in when the, need, when the time comes or what it needs to be. And, yeah. and you kind of just, like, delegate the situation. So... Yeah, you you do have to learn and know the bare basics of it, but yes, you at some point you just gotta hire somebody and just you know so you can keep your product going. Yeah, and, we, and we're super glad that that, that we did right because at, at first we were like, oh, do we need this person? You know, because we can do it ourselves. Right. And, uh, it's only until you really do it that you realize, oh shit, it's like this is so much better. I can now finally concentrate on what I want. Exactly, and yeah, it's a peace I, of mind too. Yes, There's yes. a peace of mind factor. Yeah, yeah. So with that said, you got eight people now, which yeah. is all absolutely awesome. Um, with the success of the Cat Quest games, in addition to Slashy Hero as well, pretty awesome game too. Okay, like, oh, you played it? All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> fan. Um, has there any been attempts to work with other publishers? Have you, um, has anyone ever reached out to you guys, said, like, we want you guys to work with a game? If you can even mention that. <laughs> Oh, do you mean like work on something? Yeah, like say like if a publisher would like, I'll give an example. Maybe Sega sees what you're doing. They want to work. They want you to help develop a particular game. Have you, anybody have ever approached you guys? Absolutely. Yeah, there, there, there were a couple and there was actually one that um, happened pretty recently that uh, it was it was from, I, I don't know if I can say this, but uh, okay, I'm not going to say exactly who it is, obviously. You, right? Yeah, just get vague. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a really it's a really big company that everybody knows. Um, mm -hmm. In the end, you know, we we didn't want we we couldn't, or at least I felt like we shouldn't. It's not the right time for us to do something like that. So like right. like a lot of uh, I mean, obviously, by doing that, by saying that, we lost that opportunity, right? Right. But uh, but uh, yeah. So to your question. Uh, yes, it, it has happened. In fact, one really big one happened recently, like I was saying. And uh, if that happened, like that really happened, I think we, we it could have been really, really cool. But mm -hmm. I think we would have killed ourselves doing it. Right. Uh, I, so it's so always good to be asked. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's, that's always that balance, right? Like, like yeah. should you, you know, kill, like, kill yourself to, 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 to get something done? Yeah. Or, or is the or is the end product worth everything? So, um, I think if I was like five or ten years younger, you know, I might have just jumped on it and and drained it. yourself out and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but <laughs> something I've realized is like as as I'm getting older and more mature as a game developer, sometimes you gotta find that balance, right? And and oftentimes yeah. it's it's that balance that really makes the product 
speak for itself in the end, in a way. Like yeah. you, you can tell if a product has been like kind of rushed or overstretched, you know, in, yeah. in a way. like not everything's as polished as it could be. And that's not right. What, right. Yeah. That's not what we really want for the games we make. Um, so it's really finding that, that balance, but, uh, but yeah, you know, hopefully that same opportunity comes knocking on our door again in the future. Who knows, right? But yeah, something really cool could have happened, but yeah. I agree. And I, I, I respect that you, you thoroughly thought about that and you worried about yourself and your, your team's well-being for doing oh, yeah. so. Cause people would, some people would just jump right at it. Not thinking about the consequences, not being, you know, um, uh, I guess, you know, conscious of, you know, their well-being as well. And it's like, you're just trying to get that name going and the resume added on and stuff like that. Sometimes you just need to pull back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. You got, you got to know when to pull back and when to kind of push forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. So I asked this question. We talked about, you know, resolution and stuff like that, but I asked this question to another game developer I interviewed recently. Um, And I'm going to ask you the same question because there has been some, there's been a sort of a conversation of a new type of ideology in the gaming community uh, where some people, I don't understand this, where some people think that the perfect game experience consists of having high-end 4K, 8K resolution and 60 frames per second. Mm. Where's your where where's your thought process in this? And where do you, you know, do you believe that to be true? Wait, for a game to be good, it needs to have 4K, 60 frames. Is that, is that so basically, yeah, basically, basically, it's like they believe... And these are some some of these guys are PC gamers too, but right. they have reason to believe that you know their best experience. You like a game is not fun unless it has high oh, resolution yeah. graphics or sixty frames per second. But like by that logic, there would be no such thing as retro games ever again and stuff like right. that. But where's your where's your mind at in that situation? Do you agree with that or do you have a different uh, philosophy? Um, I mean, I don't, I don't agree with it fully right but i i do think that depending on the game right for example yeah. frame rate is important right? right so if you're playing exactly like, you're playing a game like devil me crying right and stuff like that that 60 frames yeah. is crucial to having a good experience with that sort of game right, right. So, uh, but with regards to 4k and stuff like that you know i um again that really depends on the product you're making and and for the platform you're making it for right if you're right. targeting the switch and stuff you don't need that 4k right no um, obviously, if your target audience, if your game is all about the graphics, right? Like, you know, like, uh, let, let, let's take Naughty Dog, right? And uh, The Last of Us games, you know, it's all about their graphical fidelity. It's all about right. making as close to real life, you know, and selling, selling that emotion. Then, yeah, having a game that, you know, displays really well at 4K helps right. your experience, right? Because you're, you're trying to make players connect with your characters and having right. the extra visual fidelity helps in your goal, right? So that I that's why I feel at the end of the day it's really about the game that you're trying to make and mm-hmm. uh, and, and and what you need to achieve that goal. Yeah. Absolutely. And we've seen games like we've seen I've played games that didn't have the 4K and didn't have this the even even if it was at 30 frames, I still enjoyed the hell out of it. Some of some of it more than triple A games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean we we both Grew up playing all these games like the, the PlayStation era, the N sixty four era, and stuff like hey, that. Hey, you're talking to somebody who played Pong. Don't get no farther back than that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, like, like game games back then, like the old Final Fantasy games, 
they mm-hmm. like weren't, they weren't even 30 frames you know like in, in right the combat, yeah the, the combat scenarios alone i think they were like 15 to 20 something frames you know but oh, it was God, still, yeah yeah it was still really fun because you know the, the old final fantasy games didn't need that twitch you know that, that twitch no. input, right it's just like you, you're just selecting options off a menu right it's right basically cool. Yeah, listening to yeah, listening to MIDI sounds and <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, right. So, so yeah, it, it really just boils down to the game. But I, I, on that note, though, I do feel that uh, a lot of consumers now, like our players, especially on like um, the next gen consoles like PlayStation Five, right? I think there's a certain level of expectation now for what a game yeah. needs to have, though. So, like from a development point of view, that's something that we do kind of like take into account. Right? I mean, we've seen this a lot lately with a lot of like. Um, more higher profile releases, right? That don't necessarily meet that 60 frames per second expectation right, that right. people seem to have, right? So I think that there's that element as well, like like knowing what uh, players want and expect nowadays. I think it's it's pretty uh, important in like in the development side of things too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, by that logic too, like Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom wouldn't even be making it to game of the year to that <laughs> exactly, measure. Yeah, exactly. It's all it's, it's all about the game, yeah, in, in, at the end of the day. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Desmond, thank you so much. I got a few more questions for you, but I again, this has been awesome. I've been waiting for the opportunity to get a chance to talk with you and get you on video form, and you did not disappoint as always. So, thank you for being on the show. Thank you, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Not a problem. Um, final few questions. Uh, is this the last chapter of the Cat Quest saga? Oh, no, no, no. Um, okay, so, like, like <laughs> I've said this before. So, like, I always tell this story, right? So, like, uh, cats have nine lives, right? So, we, oh. we, want, yeah, we want to make nine Cat Quest games, right? Whoa. <laughs> okay, so, but but not all of them are going to be mainline Cat Quest games, right? Yeah. Yeah, some of them are going to be, like, spin-offs or, or a chance for us to, to try a totally different genre with a totally different like character, right? Because the, the Cat Quest world or universe is so big that mm-hmm. we could, you know, make a game in that like an entirely different game in a specific part of that world that is totally different from like the open world adventures that we've been making so far, right? So that's kind of our idea. So if I were to liken this to like the Marvel movies like we were talking about before. Right. Like, all these spin-off games could be like the solo movies, right? Like the Doctor Exactly. Like we'll have like Cat Quest Four again, where all these characters from like all these older games come together in like an Avengers level event, you know, kind 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 of game. So that is kind of like mm-hmm. the idea, you know, for the role. I'm brainstorming in my head right now of a lot of things that I can see through. So things we could do, man. Yeah. So I'm, like, I'm just saying. Do. I'm just saying, Desmond. Like I'm a fighting game fan, so you know, <laughs> it would be, I you know, I wouldn't mind seeing a like a fighter or a melee type of. You know, deal. I think Cat Quest can work with that. Yeah, yeah. Who knows, man? It could be cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm cool. on it. I'm on it immediately the, the minute I see it. But yeah, yeah that, that, that's exactly um, the idea we have. Like, you know, we, we want, as, as creators, we want to, we always, we always want to try a lot of different things, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's always that business side of it, too. So it's like, how do we yeah. marry the two? Like, how do we make something that we want to make, but also reduce the risk? You know, when the game goes on sale and like how how do we you know make sure the company keeps running you know stuff 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 like that and yeah, absolutely that we came up with to hopefully be able to do that sounds good um now here's the biggest question that you probably won't be able to answer oh, oh no <laughs> yeah 
Can you give us any idea on when we can get our hands on this game? Oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 Everyone would find out um, soon I, I, if everything goes on. Yeah, yeah. I'll accept that. but after that what's next for the gentle bros uh anyway at this point like i mean besides taking a vacation taking some much needed rest and everything oh what's next um just okay that's uh obviously i can't talk about that next right but i think (laughs) what like what i personally want to do um is something completely different from from what we've done so far like right in terms of um art style you know game design and like you know general feel of the game. You know, I, 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 I like I really want to try something different. So yeah. um, um, and that's something I think, you know, um, I will pitch to my team and see if everybody's on board and then if, if everybody loves it, that's what we'll do. Um, but yeah, I think I think our next product is not going it's gonna be something very different from what we've done before, right? At the very least. Yeah. Again, I have full trust. no desmond thank you so much again right now i'm gonna give you the opportunity to let our listeners our viewers know where they can find the gentle brothers and when they can find out whenever cat quest 3 is coming so the floor is yours all right i mean if you want to follow us on social media you know we're on twitter or is it called x now um we're on facebook as well you can uh, join our discord channel um and yeah Look forward to more news within the general gaming space. You know, we uh, we will be putting out more stuff for Cat Quest Three soon. Uh, we're working on those stuff now, uh, and yeah, I hope everybody looks forward to Cat Quest Three. And if you haven't played the first two games, you know what you're waiting for, right? Agreed. <laughs> so go go and give them a shot. Yeah, it's really cool. Honestly, if you like action adventure games and you're a cat uh, person like we are, you you can't go wrong. You just can't with this. It is like one of the best cat themed games ever. Like and dog. And dog to that to that matter. So I think we're gonna have to question that one. We'll get to that point when we get there. If you if you can if you guys can make it good enough that people start owning rats on a normal basis in America, I think that'll change that. That'll be that would be very, very epic. Thank you so much, Desmond. I look forward to talking with you again in the near future, and I look forward to playing this game so people definitely go out of your way, check it out when it comes out. Thank you so much. I hope you guys enjoyed this very special episode of Talk Time Live exclusive. On behalf of myself and Desmond Wong, all I got to say is learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. We are out of here. Take care and meow. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>
This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit vfisad.com and let us bring your vision to reality. 